Blog Talk Radio. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry. Cause you had never let it go inside. You worked through hard. You know exactly what you want and need. So believe. And you can never give up. You are listening to Get Into It with Tina Conroy, and I am your host. Today is Wednesday, December 10th. The call-in number, if you'd like to listen by phone, or if you raise your hand and you have questions later on the show, that number is 516-387-1936. Also, I'm going to be working the chat room today, so if you're interested in coming into the chat room, log on to blogtalkradio.com, come to over to my show, and I will bring you on to the chat. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. First of all, I have to do a shout-out to my sister, Dawn. It is her birthday today, December 10th. So if you're listening, hey, Dawn, happy birthday. So here we are in December. Wow, going really fast. The last time I was on the air was the day before Thanksgiving, and now we have a few more weeks to the holidays, to Hanukkah and Christmas and whatever holiday you are celebrating. So... So many people are moving so super fast these days. So many people are busy with their to-do list and really moving at super speed. We just had a super another moon, not a super moon, but a full moon on Saturday, the past Saturday. And as my teacher, Terry, which I'm so delighted to bring her on the air, told me it had a lot of fire, a lot of fire energy. And I really felt that fire energy. A lot of different interesting communications um, a lot of people that were uncomfortable, a lot of anger or situations that people were not comfortable with, and miscommunications. And that kind of happened for me, too. And it was just interesting to kind of see how it plays out. I want to tell you a little bit about my wonderful, beautiful guest. And But before we get to that, I would love to center with all of you. So if you are listening live or later on the recording, I want to just say thank you and gratitude for you. And we'll just take a moment to center together. So go ahead and close your eyes. Take a nice, long, deep breath in and exhale away. And as you close your eyes, connect to yourself. Notice the energy within you and around you. Feeling everything, just slow down for a moment. Letting go of your day so far. With your eyes closed, gaze towards your heart center, the place of love and compassion, and the place where your spirit dwells. As we bless this space, I call upon the divine, the archangels, the angels, to work with us, through us, and in us, to surround us on this call, and to bless each and every one as we talk about life purpose, our greatest good and highest good. We find gratitude and thanks. 
and so it is. Amen. So slowly begin to come back and opening your eyes. I am going to pull a universal card for the week, and I'm using the Life Purpose card. Pretty appropriate for this show. So as I pull a card, choosing a card for the week, universal for everyone listening, as I ask for guidance and calling upon the angels. And the Life Purpose card I've chosen is Spiritual Teacher. And I'm kind of chuckling to myself because I have my teacher on my show today, and I couldn't be happier. So this card, Spiritual Teacher, shows healing with classes, sessions, and seminars. And so whoever's listening, know that, connect to that spiritual teacher within you. Connect to that spiritual teacher to learn and grow and move forward on your path. It may remind you of your teachers in the past or teachers that you have right now. There's so many teachers on our journey, so we give respect and gratitude to them. So without further ado, I want to tell you a little bit about my so important teacher, beautiful friend, guest. Terry Ann Hyman is a spiritual activist and energy healer. She is the founder of Spiritual Development Academy. She's been trained in 10 energy modalities and is a Reiki master teacher IET Master Practitioner, Emotional Freedom Technique Facilitator, Crystal Color, Light, and Sound Energy Healer, Pranic Healer, as well as a registered yoga teacher. She has thousands of hours of practicum and teaches other gifted healers to build thriving businesses that help others tap into their spirit. She has been interviewed on ABC's 3340 and published several times in Reiki News Magazine. Her book, Confessions of a Shower Tapper, is due out in early 2015. She is the host of the blog talk radio internet talk show, Catch Your Spirit. Her studio, Natural Forces Studio, is located in Birmingham, Alabama. And you can check her out on her website at naturalforcesstudio.com, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. My very first class that I took my my very first organized class, I should say, that I took with Terry was probably back in 2009. But Terry and I go way back. The story I tell is that my daughter and I kind of just unexpectedly walked into a yoga studio and she was doing a beautiful crystal and Reiki circle. And my daughter, who was about five years old at the time, I kind of grabbed her and she said, come on in, come on in. And it was so inviting, and that was my very first experience. That was probably back in, I don't know, maybe 2005, 2006. And Terry's spirit is amazing. She lights you up. She has so much, so much to learn. She is my teacher. She is my friend, my confidant, my mentor, and I could be so delighted to have her on the show today and as well talking about life purpose and her new upcoming book, Confessions of a Shower Tapper, The Ultimate Guide to Living Your Purpose with EFT. So I'm going to bring Terry on the line. Hey, Terry. Hi, Tina. How are you? 
Oh, I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for that introduction. I remember that day meeting you and your daughter. Oh, my goodness. I do remember that. Both of you, so beautiful. <laughs> yes. So long ago, she's already 17. Time's going fast. But... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? Oh, my gosh. So many memories ago over there at Om Sweet Om. Yes, I do remember. And what a perfect card, spiritual teacher. What a perfect yeah. card. You know, and I do like that you um, really kind of turned it on each and every one because I do find that's one of my greatest gifts is empowering people to be their own spiritual teacher, to learn these modalities for themselves, for their own self-healing, and then take it out into the world. So, yes, that was a perfect card. I know. It couldn't have been more perfect. I love how (laughs) all the angels just and the energy works with us today. Definitely. So... I, I am so excited for you. I just saw your book cover. So for all the listeners out there, her um, her book cover was out, and I, I tried to post it in on the show. So hopefully it uh, it did go through. I know it went through on Facebook and our event page. I just love it, Terry. I really love the whole the whole front with the the water yeah. from the shower. It's just great. It's just fantastic. Yeah. I love it. I well, love it. Well, it is still a work in progress. This is the first um, galley that I really love, and we still have a little bit of work to do, but I definitely wanted to post something because it is a, you know, this whole writing a book and publishing a book is a lot more than I ever imagined it would be. I think if I thought how much work it would be, I probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> so it's definitely evolving, and I do like the background. We're going to change it up a little bit, and I am actually still playing with this uh, title. A lot of people don't know what a shower tapper is and so that's a little confusing yet on the other hand it is very intriguing you know what is a shower tapper sure <laughs> I think absolutely. it kind of lends itself yeah so thank you thank you for that so first I posted it yeah that's great so it's really out there in the world so even even with a few tweaks it's out there for for everyone to see well how yeah. long have you when did the concept come so I know it's going to be released in spring or most likely spring early 2015 when did you start thinking about the idea of writing a book and, and, and about this topic? Well, you know, it's funny enough because I always said, I'm going to write a book, and I started writing one based on my radio show, Catch Your Spirit, and it just kind of never really never really got it going. You know, I have a lot of transcripts from the shows and been working on it that way, but was, I did a lot of um, emotional freedom technique, which is what EFT stands for and what tapping is all about, shower tapper is all about. I was doing a lot of programs at the beginning of last year on prosperity, and then I was talking with uh, my teacher, Ted Robinson, in New York, and I did another radio show on it, and I kept finding myself say, okay, I confess, I tap in the shower. And I kept saying that over and over until one day I said, you know, I'm going to write a book on that, Confessions of a Shower Tapper, and that's where it started. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that is really what I'm going to do. And then it was back in May, April. I think it was the first in April. I went to a retreat in um, Tennessee, Gray Bear, and I started it then. I just took the retreat by myself and just started writing it then, and then it just all came out. It just started pouring out. And that's really how it was um, started. And the work itself is really based on my process this year because um, basically I am now living my purpose. I have let go of a day job. I was a studio photographer for many years in New York City. You know, I'm in, in New York, Long Island there, and always wanting to do this kind of work, healing work full time. But I had two kids to raise, single mom, and so I knew I had responsibilities. And so I kept doing what I was doing, but with this always as a goal in mind, to get myself to a place where I was really living my purpose as a healer, as a spiritual teacher, 
working for myself. And in January, I took that step. I took that big leap and let go of all the other distractions that I had. And this is what I have been going through. And that's really kind of what the book's about. Although it's about me, I think it's really universal truth of what we go through in order to live our lives. Right, right. And sometimes it just takes a little bit longer, but we stay on that path. And and I know that great saying you say is just stay on your path and do your work. You know, we get so many times we we kind of feel a lot of obstacles and and just keep on moving, keep doing our work and showing up for ourselves. And and so I I know the journey that you've been through because I you know obviously live here in New York and I miss you so much being in Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I know yeah. that you're able to do this work now full time and really feed your soul and and make all the choices and changes that you had to make. So you're a great inspiration to me. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. And, you know, living your purpose doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it as a full-time job. Um, I did want to throw that out there because you can live your purpose and do other work. You can do that. But this book specifically talks about stepping into, you know, whether you're a healer or whether you're an artist or even your life coach or You know, if you have that kind of corporate job but there's another passion out there in the world, this is what it speaks to, is really letting go of that fear and really stepping into a calling that is within your own self. It's letting that spirit guide you, and that's really what it speaks to. And you know, Tina, there's so many aspects that you just don't think about until you're really right in the middle of doing it. So that's really kind of where this book is going, all the many things that come up once we do commit to living this kind of work. Yeah, and that's really where it's going. And then emotional freedom technique is an amazing technique. I know you teach a little tapping yourself. You do a little work with your clients on it as well. But it's an amazing technique, and it has just helped me so much remove limited beliefs that we hold, remove those doubts that we find ourselves up against on a constant basis. And I have found that using the technique for my own work, as well as helping others, but for my own work really helps me to get out of my own way. And I think that's really crucial, just to really get out of your own way, you know, when all those self-doubts, like I can't do it, or I'm not good enough, or who's going to want to come to me, you know, all those things that come up in our little brain, it helps to remove those limited beliefs. And really, EFT really starts to work with that neuroplasticity of the brain. It really starts to access the amygdala and makes the changes in that fight-or-flight mechanism that we have so that we can begin to shift our responses so we can get out of habits that we find ourselves in. So it's a fascinating technique um, that I have been studying for a great while and just really kind of using it, you know, off and on for myself. And sometimes I have trouble using it at my studio because it can get loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we start tapping and we start using words that bring up the issues that we're going through. But it's just an amazing technique. And it's one of the few, you know, one of the, one of the ones that I teach. It's not the only way to get there, but it has been most successful in what I've been trying to do. Now, do you find, I find for me, I find that people don't really know too much about it. Matter of fact, I was talking about the show over the last week, and a lot of my students and clients were like, what's that, huh, huh, like, what's EFT, and I tried to explain it to them, and some of them were like, I kind of heard that, and other people were really, they thought it was really foreign, so are you finding more people, um, that are aware of it or is it is it new from where you know we're in your community where you are 
Um, well, my community being that I am in Birmingham, Alabama, it is a little bit new. Last night I was um, actually speaking at a Birmingham Girls Club here in Birmingham, and um, only one person <clears throat> had actually heard of it. So, okay. it, you know, I think it's good that there was one. You know, but then nobody had heard of Reiki. No, actually one had heard of Reiki, too. We got to talking. So energy modalities are still somewhat new, um, especially down here in the South, but even even around, just depending on, you know, what your own expertise is and what kind of spiritual development that you have had and what kind of um, alternative or integrative therapies that you yourself choose to go into. But EFT has been around for a while. Uh, Roger Callahan was really the originator of it. He had a very complicated system, though. You had to go look up formulas and protocols. You had to constantly refer to the book. So his, he, it's really him that kind of founded it. However, Gary Craig came around, and I'm in love with Gary Craig. He was awesome. That's where I started my first training with. He was online. Um, now so much he's kind of stopped doing it because it got so huge for him, and he started pulling him into uh, legal matters and stuff like that. But he was the one that started to really hone in on the protocols of it and really start to condense it. And he really brought it into eight major points in the body, energy points in the body that we worked with. So really I credit him with bringing EFT out into the public on a great scale. You know, and it really, um, EFT, as he talks about it, operates on the premise that no matter what part of your life needs improvement, there are unresolved emotional issues that get in your way. Hmm. I think wow. that's kind of key because even though we all do stuff on a daily basis, we're all gifted in what we do, we all have study, we all have degrees, we still have unresolved issues from our childhood that come up that can get in our way. It can be from like a third grade teacher, but the brain doesn't realize. The brain doesn't realize. It acts like a three or four year old. It doesn't realize that this is a past issue. So anything that comes around that simulates that or is like it, we go into that mode, okay. you know. And so then all of a sudden we have these blockages of energy and we can't go forward in a cohesive and strong way because we're stuck in these limited beliefs that we have. You know, I mean, his basic premise um, is that all negative thoughts and emotions come from a disruption in the body's energy system. Let me say that again. All negative yeah. thoughts and emotions come from disruption in the body's energy system. Mm. So when we have that blockages of energy, our energy is not flowing in the way that we want to. And if we don't do anything about it, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and we start believing these thoughts over and over and over again. Sure. You know, it's right. like the teacher it's like a teacher that told me, actually this goes out to college, told me I couldn't write. You'll never mm. make it as a writer. And I stopped writing for many years Yet I knew inside of me I had a message to share. So every time I'd go to ride, I'd think about that teacher. Now, that was years ago. And if I never got the energy blockage out of my system, I would never write. So as I tap it away, I can go forward and be in present mode. It really brings you into the present mode, you know. So do, do you that's think, where it helps. yeah, that's amazing, though, because so many people have that stuff that from the past, you know, from their childhood that they were told they can't sing, right, or they're told they can't write or or, um, you know, just so many different memory, you know, memories and, and things like that. Is it also, is it an action and a thought? Like, let's say, because I've, I've worked with people, too, where it's been something that's happened, so then the, it's turned into an emotion, right? So, like, someone's done mm -hmm. something to them or how they perceived it, right? So then it's turned into anger or, right. you know, or maybe, like, a food issue or, you know, things like that. So um, Yeah, yeah. 
EFT addresses all of those many different aspects. And it doesn't really matter. Like sometimes you may not even know what it is. You may have a headache and you can tap on a headache. Or you may have a shoulder ache. You tap on the shoulder ache and all of a sudden you start recognizing, you start bringing up some of that energy and you realize it's attached to an emotion. So whether you go about it on the physical or you go about it on the emotional or even a mental plane, it doesn't really matter. You start working with the energy system and it starts clearing that out for you. And sometimes there's more than one emotion. So sometimes we'll get one emotion and then we'll jump to another and another until we finally get to the really, really root cause of what's going on. That is so true. that's where it can be very fascinating. Yeah. That is very true. I know a lot of times I've worked with people where they'll come in and they'll, you know, we'll go through it and and maybe we'll have time later on to do a script, but um, we, you know, we do, we did a little script and we wrote it out and we worked together, but the, but once we did it, we realized that that wasn't the issue, right? So then you have to rethink and saying, oh, wow, okay, that got us to it. Or because sometimes it's so raw and so hard that we, you know, we don't, we think it's one thing, but it's exactly what you said. There's other things lying dormant. So um, I want to, let's segue into, um, so tell me about a shower tapper. So, you know, if if you're you're tapping, (laughs) you can tap. I mean, that's like so cool to me because I remember you would say that and I'd be like, wow, I never thought you could like, like almost like there's a rule, you know, it's like me being such the student. Sometimes I'm like, you're allowed to tap in the shower. And And then it's so cool to be able to. So tell me how did, how did it evolve for you? How, how come the shower? The thing is, is that this is what happened. I mean, first of all, water in many cultures is a very cleansing element, right? I mean, we we have it in so many ways that we have baptism. We have just so many rituals that involve water that cleanse away our spirit, cleanse away old energy. So that that in itself is a whole subject, right? But what happened is that um, I would be, I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd wake up, I'd do my morning meditations, I'd do my yoga practice, I'd feel really good, and then I would get in the shower. And as I started off, especially this year in January, there were so many things working for myself that I had to do, whether it was accounting or whether it was marketing or whether it was creative or whether it was seeing a client. There were so many things I would have to do, and I'd find I'd be in the shower, and I would be so excited about my day that everything would come running forward all at once, and I would find I was overwhelmed, that I felt like, oh, my God, and I didn't know what to do first. And then many times I would just, like, waste my entire morning because I couldn't decide on what I wanted to do first. I had so many stops and goes, nothing would get done. So one morning I just kept hearing myself, just tap, Terry. Just tap. Tap on overwhelm. Even if you don't know what it is, just tap. And so I was in the shower and I just started tapping. And I would just say, you know, even though I have all this overwhelm, I love and accept myself, all this overwhelm. And so I would go through this whole tapping about I am overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. I have so many projects I love. What can I do first? I'm never going to get anything done if I'm so overwhelmed. And then I found myself saying, okay, just start with one thing, one thing at a time. There's great power in one thing. And so I got myself to where I was really calmed down, and I was focused on one thing to do. And then, of course, I found once I started the one thing, I would finish it, and I was able to really calmly go about the rest of my day. So that's kind of where it started. And then the next day, you know, I would say, let's do this again. That was really successful. And I kept finding myself saying, let's do this again. Let's do this again, right? So that's really, you know, really it came out very organically, and that's kind of where it happened. And then I just said, like I said, I was at this retreat, and I said, I'm just going to start this book because I had been through so much from January. I was working with a business coach. I was out in Park City a lot. 
And there were so many issues that kept coming up, you know. Am I really good enough to be on my own? Can I really teach people about the spirit? Can I really, can I really make money doing what I love? Am I worth making money? You know, all these issues started coming up as you go out to be an entrepreneur and work for yourself. There's nobody to pass the buck on to anymore. <laughs> you know, there's nobody that you can just pass it off when you work for yourself. So it really became these issues that I would find myself dealing with on a daily basis. And as I would find they would come up, I would just start tapping. And every morning as I'm in the shower, you already got to take a shower, right? Maybe take it at night and tap at night. It doesn't matter. And you don't have to leave it to the, to the shower. But I would just find it was such a perfect place. Also, if you know the modality, you do look kind of silly tapping, right? <laughs> yeah. You're hitting yourself on the face and the arms and underneath the arm. You look like a monkey sometimes. So there is that aspect, too, that a lot of people don't want to be seen doing the technique because it is kind of silly. So the shower gave you privacy. It gave you the ability to wash that old negative energy because in this modality, we do bring up negative energy. It's one of the few modalities that you're actually voicing a negative saying, but you're tapping, and that's key to this. You're tapping on an energy meridian point of the body. So you're bringing up those negative emotions to wash them away. And what better way than down the shower? That's how I see it, just down the shower. Now, there are some times when my days are really extremely intense and I would be in the bath for hours tapping or crying, you know, just getting out all those emotions so that I could get out, start my day, and be really refreshed and get a lot done, you know. That, so that's really kind of what the whole book is about. And I feel they're universal truths. I think I mentioned this, but I do feel that many of us go through this when we start out on our own trying to create our business. There are a lot of self-doubts that come forward. And so this is what I have been through. And I give you in the book, I give you 21 days. As many of us know, 21 is a number that we use it in Reiki, the 21 days of integration. We use it in many modalities. It's a, it's a way to really incorporate change in the body when we use 21 days. So I just took that as a way to get 21 different quote-unquote confessions out, 21 different issues, so to speak, that I've been through in trying to go out there and live my purpose. Right. So how do you feel like, so to live, you so talk about a little bit for me, let's, let's kind of delve into this life's purpose. You know, I know living one's purpose, but kind of bring it into, you know, how does EFT help one to live one's purpose? So I guess you were talking more about getting the things out and just kind of talk me through that a little bit so some people aren't, you know, confused about how does it yeah, connect. Yeah. Well, living one's purpose is really something that each of us can take the time when we slow down, right, and just really start to say, okay, if I had my choice to do anything in this lifetime without people putting what they think I should do, without a you know family having expectations on me, what would I do? And so mm. sometimes we can find that, you know, for me it was living as a spiritual teacher in Birmingham, Alabama, right? So when we find that, you don't always act on it, all right? We might store it away or I'll get to it eventually. And for me, you know, I'm now 57. So, yes, it's taken me many years, get my kids out of college a whole bit. You know, now I can do it. So now I can do it, but do I do it? You know, and do people actually act on what they want to do? So what I have found is that with this technique and living one's purpose is that once we start, once we take that leap of faith and just do it, this gives us the skills and the tools to keep doing it day after day after day. Because lots of times there are many of us that will start something and then it's not working immediately and we give up and stop. Right. All right? And sometimes that can just be because limited beliefs get in our way. 
All right. So this technique has helped me day after day stay on my purpose. Stay on my purpose. Go out there and really when, you know, it's even like last night when I was speaking at this Birmingham Girls Club. It's a great group of people. They're very different than like the people I hang out with in terms of like yogis and community spiritual people. And so for me, it's like, oh, will they accept me or not? You know, and so, yeah, I found myself kind of doing a little round of tapping, you know, and just being really honest with myself and say, just put it out there, you know. So I found myself strengthening my nerve, so to speak, as I went to the meeting to give this, this um, speech, this lecture on this exact thing. We kind of cured the tapping around stress around the holiday. Right. But we were still talking about the modality. And, you know, like I said, only one person had been familiar with it. So it helps. EFT helps in that it just gives you the tools for all the many things that come up. I mean, one of the biggest things that comes up for most people in living their purpose is, will I make money, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Very so, much. will I make money, you can break that down to, how do I charge? You know, is my work worth it? You know, how much can I charge for a healing session? Will people pay me for a healing session? Will they come to me for a healing Am I a good healer? All mm-hmm. these questions come up. Right? And really, it's just chit-chat of the mind. not true. It's just chit-chat of the mind. You know, you've been through your certification process. You've had experience. You've had practical hours doing it. You know it works. Questions can come up. You know, doubt about yourself can come up. So when this doubt comes up, rather than get into that head spin about it over and over and over, start tapping. So we tap away, and you you do a round of tapping. Am I worth it? You know, I'm not worth it. Yes, I'm worth it. And you go through, I like to go through what I call the booty of your own mind. I like to go through whatever it is your chit-chat is going through, you know, right. or you can just simply go through, I'll never make money, I'll never make money, until you get rid of the charge of I'll never make money. You finally get to a place where you really calm down, and you go back to your original purpose of, yes, I can do this. I can do this. And you're calmer, and you don't have the same charge or the same reaction. And that, that wounded child, that voice, like a three-year-old mentality, is gone. That's what we get to. We get to the point where that, that voice is just gone. And you're back to being in the present moment and putting your work out there. No, yeah, absolutely. That's one of the... Right, that's one, yeah, because I can see that. And even when you were talking just now, you were talking about, you know, the, you go into it and saying, oh, well, I can't, I can't do this because I'll never make money. I'll never make money. But behind that, or however you want to look at it, the hidden is, am I good enough? Right? Just, am I good enough? Can I do this? Right? So there's all, there again is that what you were talking about, how there's all these, these limited um, beliefs. It's amazing to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the confessions that I talk about is like, I'm scared to death. I'm scared to death to get out there and do it. I'm supposed to be teaching people about their spirit and where's my spirit? You know, that's one of them. But, you know, there's another one like I'm listening to what other people have to say, not to myself. You know, that's another one that we get into where we're, we're seeing everybody else out there, especially on Facebook. You go on Facebook, everybody's doing so great. And you think, oh, where am I? Why can't I be a, a super Linda? Can I have a happy self for who I am? You know, that kind of thing. You, know, you start comparing yourself, you know. Um, overwhelm, of course, is a really good one. Depressed. I'm so depressed. I don't even want to get out of bed today. You know, there's a, t- there's a chapter in there where I talk about all I want to do is stay in bed. I don't want to get out and start facing a phone that's not ringing or bills that have to be paid, you know, that kind of thing. So that's another one, you know. And although what if, you know, that's another chapter that comes in. And, 
And, you know, there's even one in there about body image, you know, because I want to do, you know, I'm then doing some speaking. It's like, oh, I better lose 10 pounds before I get on the, on the stage, you know, and that's a whole nother, that's a, that's a really great um, whole nother chapter. You know, Jessica Ortner just has her book out on um, body image, weight and body image, I think it's called Tapping. She's part of the Tapping Solution. Her and her brother, Nick Ortner, they, they kind of brought it out into the public where Gary Craig left off. But her book is really great, and she takes you through lots of different tappings on body image, on weight loss. Very effective. I mean, I've seen where Gary Craig took people from having chocolate addiction to not craving chocolate at all. I mean, that's how powerful this technique can be. However, when you work with addictions, like food, like spending, shopping, you know, that kind of thing, it does take consistent practice. It's not a miracle that it's going to be gone in one day. Right, I yeah. agree. And you know what? I yeah. I relate to Jessica's book and the um about, you know, weight issue. I've always struggled with my weight and, you know, kind of body Im- image and all of that, you know, and I've read a little bit here and there. I haven't read her whole book, and you're absolutely right though. It takes consistency because, you know, that's an emotional tie. Food is emotionally tied to for me. I'm an emotional eater and then it me just too. kind of brings up all of that and you know, I've been struggling. I've been struggling a while, you know. I feel like, you know, there's a couple of years here that I'm like, come on already, just get with it. And I go through the same thing, you know. I'm a yoga teacher and I'm a spiritual and why aren't I, you know, look a certain way or do I want to be on the radio or, you know, I always joke. I'm like, well, at least I'm on the radio. <laughs> but it's out there. It's that whole image. And so that is a huge thing for me. That's probably, you know, really uh, one of my my tough spots, you know, really is. I'm, you know, I struggle with it. I really do. And, you know, everyone has something that's more intense or that they're working with. And, um, yeah, I, you're definitely right. And it is. It's it's like an addiction. You know, for me, it's an addiction. It's emotional eating. And then it's, then it's like, I'll do it tomorrow, manana. Tomorrow I'll start. Or yeah, yeah. I'll do really great. And then I have one bad meal. Or it's not even bad, but I. that's, again, that's that limited belief. Good, bad. Is it good or bad? Yeah. It wasn't, really, it wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah. I just didn't make the, the choice that I could have made a better choice. So, you know, you're right, though. A lot of it, because I get that, too. And it is um, consistency. Just like a lot of these everything the spiritual practice it's doing it and being consistent and for myself I have to be honest you know I when I was doing it in a consistent way I saw results and then you know for whatever you know again that's my stuff that's my work I I stopped and so again it really is so that reminded me you know consistency is the key to this it really is and it's sticking with it it's not you're not going to do it one day and you know you know magic but um yeah which is why shower tapping is so great, because you can get in the shower, you're washing your hair, and you're like, oh, yeah, let me tap, you know. And even for the body weight and the body image, you can just tap, you know, that I love myself and that I can I can control my eating. I do, and for me, right lately, it's been about slowing down and eating, because I do the same thing. And emotional eating, you know, the holidays were just here, and I found myself not being able to process all that family drama. So mm-hmm. what I was doing was stuffing my face I was eating so much more and so I tap on that okay I can process my life I can process the family drama I can process my food and so it helps me to immediately bounce back instead of having five days of overeating it's like okay I stuffed my face on Thanksgiving it really wasn't stuffing my face it was really eating a lot more than I usually eat you know different things but it helped me to bounce back instead of continually you know having that drawn out into two weeks of overeating, it was like, okay, one day I'm back to where Mm -hmm. I was because I am starting to recognize that my overeating is is like you're talking about. It's an emotional overeating. 
How many times do I have to say, okay, don't go into Whole Foods. Don't go into Whole Foods. Don't go into Whole Foods. You know, because I live near it now. It's like, don't go in there. No, you know, because that was where I was getting a lot of satisfaction. You know, I've had a lot of things shift in my life here, you know. So it's like, yeah, recognizing it is the first step. But that, again, like I said, that's why shower tapping is such a great place because you're in the shower, you're in the morning, and let's do a few rounds. Let's go ahead and set our energy up for the day, you know, and I think that's a great place to remember it. You know, I love that. Now, there is a key aspect of tapping, and that's when you're in the emotion is the time to tap, mm-hmm. right? So when you're feeling that, you know, and again, as we talked about, and, and Jessica, this is where I learned this was from Jessica Ortner, is that that, um, that plasticity, that, that limbic system of the brain, that when we start to get into the, to the amygdala, that's where we change the response. So as we're tapping on family drama, because that's a lot of times for me, that's where I overeat. That was I was the only, you know, I was the only fat kid in, in the family. You know, I was the only one. My sisters and brothers weren't. I was. So to me, that's a lifelong history, right? So beginning to change that response to family drama is where that EFT really tapping comes into effect, you know. And it can be somebody else. It could be the same family drama chooses people to go out shopping. You know, it could be something else. It doesn't necessarily have to be eating for family drama. But we start to change our response. And it also gives us a little bit of, of that we don't have to react, that flight or fight, you know, that, that mechanism in the body. We don't have to react in the same ways. We can begin to slow down and, and calm down that and make changes in the habits that we're so accustomed to. Right. So it's better Absolutely. to do it if you can. So if you're sitting at the table with your family, just run into the bathroom and start tapping. <laughs> but before you sit down, yeah, or even, yeah. you know, if you're going into a party or something like that. But even they do say, though, even they say, and Nick and Jessica both say this, and um, I think Gary Craig, I, I can't remember if Gary Craig said this so much. I don't recall learning this from him, but I do know Jessica and Nick both say this. So go ahead and just set yourself up. Five minutes a day is a really good amount of time to go ahead and tap. And then what you can do is just sometimes when you tap on that karate chop, which is your setup, we use that as a setup, that reminds you. And also by tapping there, it gets your energy flowing correctly. So sometimes all you have to do is start on that karate chop. So say you're walking into the kitchen, you're not really hungry, you start tapping on that karate chop point, then that can help to, you know, stimulate you to realize, wait a minute, this isn't where I need to be right now. What's going on with me? Do you yeah, want to so do, that's an important can we do too. um I know they can't see us because it's not video, but you think we can do like a little a little tapping? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Let, let's explain yeah. let's explain the points and the setup yeah. and then we'll do and we, you, you can tell me what you want to tap on. We can take one of the chapters from the book. But to yeah. set up your phrase as we talked about, you would take your dominant hand, so just say right hand, take two fingers, the first two fingers, okay. and you would start tapping on the karate chop point on the left hand. I'm gonna tap and it. And this too. is what Okay, this is what we call our setup, our setup. And we repeat the setup phrase three times. So the setup is whatever issue that you're working on. All right, so there's two parts of this. First, the issue is, so say it's the overwhelm. That's kind of where I started tapping, the overwhelm. And the second part of the phrase is, I love and accept myself. So when we add that second part, we're satisfying the ego. We're telling the ego, it's okay that we have this. It's okay. We still love ourselves. So it really takes the ego out of the picture, which is really key, all right, because lots of times it's just that ego that comes up and gets in our way. So when we put those two phrases together, we're satisfying both parts of the brain. Also, when we're setting up the phrase, that gives us the opportunity to really bring up that emotion that we're dealing with, especially if we're not in that emotion at the time. If you're in the emotion, just freaking tap. That's all you got to do. So that's the setup phrase. 
Then the tapping points, all right, if we move into the tapping points, the first tapping point, you take your two fingers, again, those two fingers, and you tap <clears throat> right at the eyebrow on either side, doesn't matter. So it's right at that eyebrow point towards the nose, it's the first point. Then the okay. second point is on the temples, side of the eyes, on the temples. The third point is right underneath the, um, like the pupil in the middle of the eye, right under, underneath the eye. The fourth point is underneath the nose. Then under the chin, or right on the chin, I should say, right under the mouth, on the chin. Then the collarbone points, either one, or you could use both hands and do, you know, both collarbone points. Then it's underneath the armpit, kind of where the bra strap is, underneath the armpit. And then we go to the top of the head. And then we just continue. So it's the eyebrows, temples, underneath the eyes, underneath the nose, underneath the mouth, collarbones. Underneath the arm, top of the head. And we keep doing that until we come to the end, and then I'll tell you, go back to the karate chop point, you go back to the karate chop, and then you'll take a, a take a breath and release the hand, and then you see how you feel. Nice. Now, it's also suggested that you take what we call a um, subjective understanding of distress, an SUD level of where you are on a scale of 1 to 10, where you are in that emotion. So if you're really fired up and you really feel it, you're at a 10, you're feeling, you know, somewhat, you know, five, or if you're just not really there, we want to get down to a zero or one. That's where we really want to go so that we're not charged by the emotion. And this really just helps you to notice how it's working because if you're at a 10, you go to a six, you still want to keep going a few more rounds till you get to a four. So it's really your own subjective understanding. It's no right or wrong. Okay. Do you want to take yeah. a chapter in the book and we'll do a tap? I'll just do a round with you. Yeah, you want do you want to yeah. suggest one or um you um well maybe overwhelm overwhelm is a good one you just did on your show we talked about you talked about holly stress on Monday and I think that's a big thing yeah. overwhelming and stress do you want to do always overwhelming one of your chapters yep overwhelm is kind of where I started with it so yeah let's see let me see if I can get to the chapter I mean yeah. I have it on this copy this was oh, or you pick oh, one or you can pick one. Whatever you want. Yeah, please. overwhelm is good. Yeah. Let's see here. Overwhelm. Okay. All right. So wherever you are, okay. just notice where your day is. And actually, it's a good time to do this because even holiday can overwhelm us. Yeah. Right. Shopping. You got parties. You got food. You got cards to get out. You got all that stuff going on. I know. Got I got to decorate my house. I'm going to decorate my tree. I got to decorate my house. I feel overwhelmed. Right, I do. Right. I'm overwhelmed today. <laughs> right. So wherever you are, just bring all that overwhelm up to the forefront. All those things that you got to do, all those many things, decorations, get ready for guests, buy gifts, be Santa, whatever it is. Hanukkah's coming early, whatever it is. So just notice wherever you are on a scale of 1 to 10. Say where you are to yourself. And then let's begin. Take a deep breath. Take the right hand, two fingers, and begin tapping onto the left hand on the karate chop point. So even though I'm so overwhelmed, and you repeat after me, all right? Even though I'm okay. so overwhelmed, I love and accept myself. Even though I am so overwhelmed, I love and accept myself. Even though I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know where to begin, I love and accept myself. Even though I'm so overwhelmed and I don't know where to begin, I love and accept myself. I'm so overwhelmed, yet I love and accept myself. I'm so overwhelmed, although I love and accept myself. Top of the eyebrow point. I am so overwhelmed I can't get anything done. I am so overwhelmed I can't get anything done. 
side of the eyes. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. Underneath the eyes. I just don't know where to begin. I just don't know where to begin. Underneath the nose. Maybe I'll do my Christmas cards. Maybe I'll do my Christmas cards. No, I want to do my Christmas tree. No, my tree. I'm going to do my tree. No, I want to go buy presents. No, I need to go buy presents. No, I'm going to bake cookies. No, I'm going to bake cookies. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do first. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do first. On the chin point, underneath the mouth. I am so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. I am so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. Collarbone. I'm just going to bake cookies right now. I'm just going to bake cookies right now. So I'm going to go shopping because the stores won't be busy. I'm going to go shopping because the stores aren't busy. Why can't I just do everything at once? Why can't I get everything done at once? Underneath the armpit. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. I am so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. I'm just so excited about the holidays. I just want to do it all at once. I'm so excited about the holidays. I want to get it done all together all at once. Top of the head. Oh, I can't get anything done this way. I can't get anything done this way. I'm screaming right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do first. Top of the eyebrows. I want to decorate my house. I want to decorate my house. I got to make phone calls. I got to make phone calls. I got to send out my Christmas cards. I have to do my Christmas cards. Okay, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. Forget about it. It's already noon. I'm not going to do anything. Forget about it. It's already noon. I'm not going to do anything. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. On the chin point. No, I got to do it now. No, I got to do it right now. Got to do it right now. Okay, I just got to do it now. Right now. One thing. Got to do it right now. One thing. On the collarbone point. One thing. You know, there is power in just doing one thing. There's power in doing one thing. Underneath the armpit, I can ground my energy and focus on one thing at a time. I can ground my energy and focus on one thing at a time. Top of the head, and then I'll get the next thing done. And then I'll get the next thing done. Right on the eyebrow point, just begin with one thing. Just begin with one thing. And then I'll go to the next thing. And then I'll go to the next thing. Underneath the eyebrow, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Underneath the nose, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. On the chin, I'll start with one thing. I'll start with one thing. I can feel myself grounding, collarbone point. I can feel myself grounding. I am grounded. I am grounded. Beneath the armpit, I am grounded and focused. I am grounded and focused. There is power in choosing one thing. There is power in choosing one thing. Top of the head, I can focus all this excitement on one thing at a time. I can focus all this excitement on one thing at a time. Top of the eyebrow and be excited still. And be excited still. To get one thing done. To get one thing done. Underneath the eyes and then I'll get the next thing done. And then I'll get the next thing done. Underneath the nose, yes, one thing at a time. Yes, one thing at a time. On the chin, I am grounded in my energy. I am grounded in my energy. Collarbone, I am grounded in my energy. I'm grounded in my energy. I can focus on one thing. I can focus on one thing. And keep holiday cheer. Top of the head. Holiday cheer. And come back to the karate chat point. I deeply and completely love myself. I deeply and completely love myself. Release the hands and take a break. 
I was good. And then I, you just kind of notice where so you well. are. I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so really applying that to back to the topic, I realize we did kind of get off topic here. Applying it back to one's purpose, mm-hmm. when you are working for yourself, there are many things that you do have to do. You know, I mean, there's scheduling, there's bookkeeping, there's there's making appointments, there's the actual working with clients, there's marketing, there's social media. So there are so many things that we do have to do, you know, and some things you'll end up hiring a VA, virtual assistants for, and there's some things that your forte are and that you have to schedule your time. So when you do find that you just can't, as in my case, decide what to do first by going through this round, you can just choose one thing. Whether it's right or wrong doesn't really matter. It's just really finding that starting point. You know, okay, today, one thing, I'm just going to start with my emails. And then you find as you move through your emails, you get stuff done, and that's the key. That's the key to the overwhelm because many times, like I said, I got so overwhelmed that it would be noon before I'd get anything done because I kept wanting to start little things and never completing anything. Right. You know, so you can use the overwhelm on many aspects. We just happened to go into the holiday shopping and kind of got on topic, but that was kind of where a lot of people are right now. It is hard to get so much done when we have so many other things going on. It's true. But living one's purpose, I think, is really key to today's society as we're in the Aquarian age. And really it's shifting a lot of energy, especially for women and the feminine energy, that, yeah, it is time that the feminine rise and be able to live their purpose. And if, you know, being at home with kids and raising kids is one purpose, God bless you, and that's what you do full-time with with all your heart. And if it takes you into other realms or if it's taking you into a job full-time and that's what you want to do, then, yes, we should have that freedom and that opportunity to go out there and live our purpose to be that authentic person of who we truly are. You know, years ago it used to be that you went into the family business, you know, that it was expected, or if your father was a doctor, it's expected that you follow in the same footsteps, or if they had a retail store, it's expected that you took it over. And we've broken away from that now. We don't necessarily have to go into the same business as our family. And when we have those expectations on us, it's hard to break free. But I think as we move into this Aquarian age and live this purpose-driven life, you know, it's like, okay, what is our purpose? We all incarnate to carry through that soul energy, you know, and we go through lifetime after lifetimes of learning lessons. So at some point in, in one of these lifetimes, you do awaken to the fact of, well, this is my soul purpose for this lifetime that I'm working, and how do I execute that? And I think that's kind of key to where we are right now in the consciousness of our planet. You know, we're coming out of the 2014, and, you know, that was the seven years, the spirituality year. It was a year to really embrace a deeper sense of our spirit and what it is that we are trying to do in this lifetime. And as we move into 2015, here we are at the end of the year, that becomes more of an abundance. So we carry that spirituality with us, and we make it an even greater and more abundant way of living our life that that spiritual development tapping into our spirit can really guide us to serve humanity at a greater rate. And I think that's key to where we are living our life right now and in this time and age. I agree, completely agree. And you know what? So many more people are really, truly finding that. They're finding their spirit and starting to listen. And and like you said, there is... You know, not everyone's life purpose is going to be a healing, a healer or a spiritual teacher. Maybe being, you know, a stay-at-home mom and 
So, you know, purpose can change there too, you know, depending on, you know, where you are. It's also, I think, a little bit of, you know, where you are, there's a little bit of acceptance in where you are, but not giving, getting away from, you know, like not everyone can do it full time, but they can stay on their, stay on their path to find ways to still feed their soul and connect to that and how tapping can help them. Yeah. Really help them. You know, maybe a lot of it is clarity too. I think as you tap, what I'm finding too, um, and I guess you could help me with is as you're tapping, you're just clearing out, like you said, and so you're finding more clarity. You know, some there's a lot of people that don't even know what their purpose is. So, yeah. um, per, you know, tapping can also find that purpose. You know, can, once we kind of clear that stuff away, it might be this clarity, this kind of cloud parting and saying, wow, this is really what it is. You know, I never thought of that before, and, and it becomes more, you know, organic, you know, things like that. So it can also be for people finding their purpose. Not everybody knows, you know, some people have an idea, some people don't have any idea, you know, there's all in between. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can even tap on that, even though I don't know my purpose. I love and accept myself. And you can continually tap on that until you start to get an inkling, you know, of what that is, you know. And I have had clients that come to me because part of my work is helping people tap into their spirit and find that part of them. And lots of times we start right there. I don't know what it is, you know, and then after we go through the program that I offer, you know, then they do find some clarity, and sure enough, all of a sudden they've got a job and they're going forward. And, you know, and and I think that's key is just to really let our spirit be the guide versus everybody else's, what everybody else is telling you you should be. And I think that's key. And, you know, and lots of times there are women today that have trouble with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom, admitting that they want to be because they're so geared to, no, i got to work, got to work, got to work. So it, sometimes it does work in the opposite where they are working and now all of a sudden they're pregnant and they're really fighting that they should still continue to work. So I've also helped women that use this technique so that they can feel good about being an at-home mom, you know, for the given span of children being at home, you know, and it's very powerful for that way as well. You know, so it's not always about being, you know, it's not always about working for yourself or being a healer. I mean, I even address some of the issues. I'm also a photographer, so I even talk about, you know, one of the chapters is confessing to all my arts in my computer. I didn't print it. It's not on the wall, you know. It's like that fear of getting the art out there in the world, too. So there are other aspects, you know, that we can, you know, use this technique for and what our purpose is and defining really what that purpose is. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, we're getting close to about five minutes. So I just want to, um, can you tell the listeners um, a little bit about when the book will be out and then how they can find you, how they can find your work? Thank you. Well, you can find the information. Um, right now it's just on my main website, which is naturalforcesstudio.com. And there's an opt-in. Actually, I have a gift. If you opt-in right now, you can get a free meditation on cord cutting, so how to let go of all those cords that get in our way. Also, there's also a free guide that you'll be given on um, it's about increasing your energetic sensitivity. And then soon to come, you'll be able to get an EFT tapping to follow along with, too. That'll be up there soon. So the book is in progress. I've gone through my first round of edits. I'm on my second round. The cover's coming out. I will begin a series of free webinars. So if you sign up for my email, you'll get that information where I'll just start taking you through these 21 different um, techniques and helping to tap with you. So that will be coming up. And I hope to go to print and have it on Amazon by, I'm hoping by February, somewhere in the spring. Let's just say that, somewhere in the spring. I was hoping by the end of the year, but like I said, 
it's so much greater than I thought, writing a book. So I really appreciate all those that have come before us and writing books. It's really a lot more work than we think. So it will be out very soon. But if you go to my website and sign up for my email list, you'll be able to get the information. Great. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm, I want to listen to those webinars, too, because I love that 20. You know, I love that 21. I think that's so awesome, the 21 confessions and, you know, the 21 day, how it links us to those that time frame, like Reiki and other modalities. And um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be so amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you so I, much I, for I having me like, to be able to talk about it. This yeah. is the first of many those. Thank you so much, Tina. Yes, appreciate it. And it just went so fast. So just thank you. Thank you. I know I we've got to do a, when the books really get out there, we'll just do another one. And I'm sure we'll get a lot of feedback. So thank you so much, thank my you, friend. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're doing awesome work too, Tina. Love thank you. Thank you. Love you. Have a great day. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Bye now. Bye-bye. This is so great. I loved it. It went so fast. So I just want to give you a little bit about what's going on for me. I'm going to give you a little bit of of some of the things coming up. So a lot of the things coming up for me are, is at Practice, Body, Mind, Soul in Roslyn, New York. And tomorrow, actually, for perfect timing for de-stressing for the holidays, 11.30 to 1.30, restorative yoga and oil. And it's a two-hour amazing spa day, like a spa treat. And you can register at www.practicebodymindsoul.com or you can call 516 eight five eight three zero nine five to reserve your spot. Next week I'm doing two different dates, in person angel readings, half hour angel readings on December sixteenth and December eighteenth. And I am getting booked up, so if you're interested, contact me. Uh the dates are Tuesday and Thursday and the time is twelve to three. And you can contact me on this on my email. Tina Conroy111 at gmail.com. My next show, I'm scheduled for the week of the 22nd. So I'm not sure what day of the week, but I will be back for the 22nd. I'm going to be talking about Christmas wishes and holiday wishes. And my intuition course, I had intuition level one a couple months ago, and I am doing intuition level one and two. So one will be January 24th. And level two will be January 25th. And January 25th for level two, you have to have completed level one. So thank you, everyone, so very, very much. We are out of time, just about out of time. I thank my guests. I thank everyone for listening. If you're listening live or on the recording, and may you be full of beautiful light and energy. Sending out lovely wishes. Namaste. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry. Because you had never let it go inside. You were you know exactly what you want and need, so believe, and you can never.